reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can find me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double H, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and not the Wisconsin Badger, but a transplanted Tennessee volunteer, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother, and uh, before we get too deep-dived into this, I want to thank all you guys for the uh, birthday gift. Uh, It did get sent out late, but the mail, you know, uh, Sammy paid for two-day priority shipping, and it only took nine. So, I mean, (laughs) oh, that's a win. Dub. (laughs) Nah, man, happy birthday, man. You deserve all the good shit. Speaking of good shit... My uh, my episode with Breaker came out this week. That's best uh, best episode I've listened to. I don't I don't want to I don't want to brag. I did you know what I did as a funny like podcaster like you listen to your shit like oh you kind of cringe at yourself. Talked over him a little bit. You could tell the wine was flowing. I, but I had a great fucking time doing that podcast. Even got Breaker dropped a couple f bombs, which I was real proud of myself for. I was going to say, that's, uh, that's rare. He don't usually uh, get on there and cuss or anything. He's, I'll tell you what, man. He is really good at what he does. Um, the concept of that show is fantastic. His, obviously, like experience in the wrestling business makes him fascinating for me to talk to. And <clears throat> I feel like I kind of hijacked it a little bit. And I started asking him questions because it's stuff that I was just genuinely curious about. But Breaker could not have been more gracious to indulge me. Um, it was a great time. Everyone go listen to, you know, it's fake, right? As I had a great time doing that show. That was one of the funner things I've done podcasting. Yeah. I, uh, I listened to that this morning and, uh, like I said, I enjoyed it all the way through that hour and 27 minutes. Uh, you know, and like I said, I love breaker. Uh, he had a 45 minute intro of just him. He was gracious enough to give you 10 minutes and then and he, he took the other, you know, 25 for himself, but he's, <laughs> he's like six, five, 280. So what the fuck are you going to do? Right. But we love, but we love Breaker. So. No, I want to have Breaker on a future episode. I think that'd be fun. At least for like a watch along or something. I, I, I enjoy hearing you two chop it up. I, I just come in with my questions. Yeah. I honestly want to tell him and I, I'm sure Bane has already dropped it, but the, if you remember when we were talking about like giving ideas of the feud between Bill and, and having Bill go over, and oh. Bane is like, he will never go for that. Like he <laughs> he was like not gonna happen. Bray like it was just a great story. Like behind you know off air, and it was fucking hilarious. Like it was really funny. So <clears throat> I'm you know like I said I'm excited for that. So I think uh, Breaker it'll be a fun episode. What do you want to talk about this week, man? I, you know, I'll tell you what. We're three minutes and twelve seconds in, 
And I just want to say this show sucks. It's already fucking terrible. Bo- borderline horrible. We might well, not even release it. We have seen images, right? And I believe the photography is done by our, our good buddy Matthew Goldberg of AEW Unrivaled Series 6. You want yeah, to go through I w- that a little bit? Yeah, I was actually I was impressed with the uh, most of these. Me too. First one is uh, Sheeta with the Women's Championship. I think this looks fucking awesome. She has on the uh, black knee pads, black black ear, white shoes, kind of like the, the black walk-up entrance jacket, red top. I think this looks fucking fantastic. They captured her hair gray. I think the face scan's awesome. I think they did a really good job. Yeah, uh, everything you said. And this is uh, much, much better than the Rio that came out. So yeah. they they redeemed themselves with this one. Next up is, uh, well, there's two. Jake Hager. The first one was just, he has black trunks, uh, black you know, short sleeve hoodie. The second one is the Chase variant, or what they're calling Rare now. Mm-hmm. That is with the camoed trunks and the inner circle shirt. Um, I think the head scan looks good. I'd like to see the jawline on this guy. <laughs> he but got a beard. He's got a beard. We'll see. I, but from what I'm looking at right here, not bad. Yeah, I I like him. I, th- I think, uh, you know, I like that T-shirt, that inner circle T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's uh, really, really good. Next up, we have MJF. Uh, this is his, well, I guess third elite since or unrivaled series figure since he had the chase from series, what was that, two, three, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, the head scan. This one I got to see in hand. Yeah. Uh, I like that it comes with the ring. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he is better than all of us. All of us. So, I mean, he's in 50% of the figure line ever. <laughs> so, I mean, what can you say? I mean, dude's uh, dude's money. Next up, we have Le Champion. Chris Jericho with the AEW Championship. He has the uh, the champion scarf, black knee pads, black boots, black ear, outlined in, in yellow. Um, I like the head scan. I think it looks really good. This looks better I, than the, the Series 1. I do too. And how many figures? Is this like six figures uh, for Jericho? Well, you figure he has. Because he had the bubbly. Right. In Series 1. He had the chase. The chase from Series 1. So, and also he's getting a chase in this one too. We're going to talk about. So it'll be five. Crazy. Uh, next we have Penta. Oh, that's sweet. That's real sweet. You got the gold hood, uh, the black gear with all with gold all over it. I think this looks really fucking good. Can't go wrong with Penta. And next we have Ray Phoenix. So you know, got the Lucha Bros again with matching gear. I, I like them both. I think uh, that Penta is fucking something else, though. That's that's uh, the best one of the series for me. I think so, too. That or the Sheeta. Yeah. And next, you have a Chris Jericho Chase. He has a black and purple uh, button-up shirt. He's got the AEW Championship. Gold glasses, black boots, black trunks. or I'm sorry, um, black gear. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think it's a cool figure, and I like the head scan too. 
Like, uh, pretty cool. And I, you know, I don't know if they tell anyone, but these figures come with 25 points of articulation. Yes. And the whole set of six is up for pre-order now at Ringside Collectibles for $154.99, 10% off with code whatever. 20% more with code, code DTF. Who, uh, Travis Fowler used the code. Paid more? He did. He chose to pay more. <laughs> he sent me a picture. He said apply code or whatever, and he, he had DTF in the thing. I saw uh, Cody Baker was selling an extra Michael P.S. Hayes and an N.W. Cena because he accidentally ordered two of each. And and he could have gave me those. You know, everybody wants to charge me $45 for a haircut. You know, <laughs> so we got beef, you know, but it's fine. Speaking of beef, Uh-oh. did you get a chance to watch the A&E Ultimate Warrior documentary? <laughs> I did not, but I have not seen nothing good. You want to talk about a goddamn puff piece? Fucking talk. Let's hear it. Because I, I got shit to say, too. All right. Well, obviously, we know about the speech at the University of Connecticut. And his wife said that was a mistake. Um, I'm going to call bullshit right off the bat there. That's not a mistake. That's his belief system. Was his belief system that he was very loud about on his weekly fucking blog. Um, you know, I cringe at the Warrior Award. I cringe at all that. I'm not trying to make this a political show, but he was an absolute bigoted piece of shit. Not even potential. Confirmed. Yeah. So, I'm very curious to see the dark side of the ring this week, the one that Dana Warrior said was smut. Then it's factual. That's probably what, what she's saying. Probably a little. I mean, when she, I don't know. That was a mistake that he said that. Well, no, because he believed that. Right. You're not. Not like he just was saying things trying to piss people off one one time. You know, making fun of Bobby Heenan and saying he has no compassion for him when Bobby Heenan was going through what he was going through with his diagnosis at the time. Uh, oh, going right. talking about Katrina victims. Talking about people the LGBT to uh, plus community, talking about um, minorities, people of color in this country, all his takes were shit, all of them. And I don't want to get into the whole like separate the character from the man, blah blah blah. And I mean, I get it. He was a good childhood member for you guys, and you're living in nostalgia. I'm not faulting anybody for wearing an Ultimate Warrior shirt or nothing like that. I will but, though. But to having a whole documentary. On A&E, I don't know. I thought that should have been talked about a little bit more. So, uh, somebody put out a video. I don't know if you saw it. A clip. It was on Twitter. Um, it it might have been the guys that they worked for or something like that or provided the footage or whatever for the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. Two smaller guys. You know, so he's all fucking roided up, fucking, fucking what the fuck, you saw the piece they did on me, and fucking bullshit, man, I'm not saying you guys, but where's the fucking footage, where's, so, sensitive fucking ego, and very particular about who he fucking approached in person with that bullshit, 
very, it, you know, it's what, like I said, if you're going to be a badass, be a badass all the time. Don't pick and choose who you're going to fuck with. Because, you know, you can, you can fuck with the ultimate, or not, uh, the ultimate warrior can fuck with 85-year-old Iron Sheik, who's on a, on a cane and get the fuck away from me and blah, blah, blah. You can fuck with small, you know, small video editors and all that shit. But you ain't fucking with somebody that's really going to bust your ass and don't care that you're roided up. Right. And so, like I said, he he had some, you know, his views, like you said, that motherfuckers let that slide because, oh, man, I remember he ran to the ring and shook the ropes. Mania six, brother. Hey, the the fucking wizard did the favor for him. He still had to kick it a little bit at the end, though, right? Well, he had to sell. You know, he couldn't he couldn't just let him get the you know the dying pinfall there. But either he way, he also went like, through a full he also went through a full Hulk up and then got pinned off a splash. <laughs> that was the warrior. He uh, was at the Gorilla Press Slam. Or not the grill, but he'd drop him, which was a fucking terrible looking drop. Hogan fucking fucked that bump up. But, uh, man, like like you said, that dude, his opinions, that, that there's a video of him like running a camp and he's telling them all their fat pieces of shit and fucking. Basically, this motherfucker acted like he did something in the wrestling business when he would have never been in the business had it not been for being a fucking roid mo- a fucking roid monster. Vince McMahon did a great job. W's right time one turned into what it became. Uh, I thought the SummerSlam spot with Honky Tonk Man was genius. Yeah, because it really you know put the rocket ship on his back and legitimized him. And I mean yeah, but then you get older and then you hear about. You know what Jim Helwig thinks about the world. You're like, fuck this guy. So to see him like, I don't know, romanticized in WWE lore today is stupid. But I mean, they're the big publicly traded business first company. They don't care what Eric the podcaster thinks, and I don't expect them to. But I I care though. I appreciate that. But uh, we also lost uh, New Jack. Mm. Out of the blue. I mean, you know, Rachel's all-time favorite Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yes. Was, was New Jack. And uh, I remember you call. I even remember you call, And he, Rachel doesn't know what to think about New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say, like, if, when people would say, yeah, it's fake, I would always throw a fucking New Jack match on and say, now you see how he stabbed him right there? He, he really stabbed him. <laughs> that dude but, did yeah. things his way, man. Yeah, like, uh, a, a genuinely, like, funny fucking dude. Like, I've seen people say nothing but good shit about him, even in death. Like, you know, most of the time people will take that time to shit on someone or whatever because they ain't around. And, you know, a lot of people, even people he had beef with, uh, said nice nice things about him oh. there's a lot you can say about everybody you know what i mean when they die typically it's oh shannon crowder just caught one in the 
the nuts. But Maybe. I will I will say um, I I had the privilege to uh, watch him twice in ECW live at Heatwave '98 and then a house show, and absolute fucking insanity when Natural Born <laughs> Killers hit and it played the entire time. And if the match was still going, it restarted. That shit was on loop. So it was uh, something crazy, man. It was just an enigma. He had his own thing. Um, but yeah, like uh, rest in peace to New Jack. I thought Paul Ham- I thought Paul Heyman um, summed it up well when he spoke about him. Yeah. So that was all good stuff. Yeah, rest in peace, man. His contribution, sacrificed his body. His forehead was just mangled. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's somebody you look back on in the history of wrestling and just kind of smile about like, man, that dude was fucking wild. That's there's only one only one of him. And a business I, full in a business full of one of him, he definitely stood out above, above a lot of people for being unique in himself. So I yeah, man. Rest in peace, bro. I always remember just before we go to that, a story that Tracy Smothers told about New Jack and Smoky Mountain, where he did the OJ interview and then they beat down uh, the dirty white boy and covered him in the uh, the gangster flag, the mm-hmm. Malcolm X flag, and the cops, you know, because they're in like backwoods Tennessee, fucking Klan country, <laughs> and he goes, you know, they were like, going, they wanted to arrest them and like beat the shit out of them, and he said New Jack was real worried about. It. He drove a green Corvette the next week. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just always, I mean, and that kind of summed it up. Like, he gave no fucks. (laughs) Like, none. All right, you want to talk about some legwork? I think we should. Guys, use hashtag legwork. Let us know what you're finding in the stores, what you're finding on the online, whatever it may be. Use hashtag legwork. Let us know what's out there. It kind of gives us a chance to know, like, you know, what's to look for when we go out. Also, you go to doingthefavor.com. We have a legwork section there. It's a buy, sell, trade. Feel free to post anything. No fees to us, nothing like that. Everything goes between buyer and seller, so we don't we don't eat off that at all. We just want to give someone a platform. Uh, I'll start, I guess. That's what you had. A, you had monster days. I don't know about monster days. You know, out in these streets. Well, this is going to be a very card-heavy segment because right now, like. Figures just aren't really hitting around here. I saw another Series 3 of uh, AEW at Target. But other than that, like, it's really been a whole lot of nothing. There's some random Stingas. I got a lot of Finn Balor's and Keith Lee's and Alexa Bliss at Target. Uh, a lot of The Rock at Walmart's. So And still tons of Heenan's and just random shit like that. I did see a random Legend Series 1 pop up. Which oh, is nice. Weird. Yeah. So. Feel like that was forever ago, right? And wasn't that long ago at all. Um, cards, way better this time. Uh, obviously, Target isn't carrying anything anymore. Walmart's a really hard deal. Finally, got my hands on some Bowman blasters. 2021. It was Friday night. Cody Baker actually messaged you and me. Yeah. And he ran to a gang of Bowman blasters. So he picked me up three, ended up getting one for himself. And then the next morning I went to Meyer early 
after all the you know of the people waiting in line had come and gone, and they had a whole stack of Bowman blasters. So I picked up two in the morning, then went back at night and got two more. I haven't ripped anything. I feel like in forever. So he was like, "Man, you dropped a bunch of money." Like, yeah, I did. Fuck it, I don't care. Like, I, <laughs> you know, what what I mean, what, I, fuck that. We're out that. here living. Yeah, uh, pulled a lot, a lot, a lot of um, first Bowmans. A lot of Bowman Chromes. I did get a Bowman Chrome, uh, first Bowman, uh, Blaze Jordan. So that kind of made it extremely worth it for me. No no real autographs, nothing like that. I haven't got the three from Cody Baker yet, so I opened up five here, four here. Yeah, I opened up four here, so I got seven. I ain't mad at it. So, yeah, good time. Um, Excited to get mine from Cody, see what I got. But I'm pretty cool on Bowman now. I feel like I... Got a bunch of shit. Me and um, my buddy JT Glee, at JT Glee, but actually he has a new Twitter account for his only cards. It's at Carmen OH Cards, all one word, at Carmen OH Cards. Um, JT's a really, really, really good dude. Buy, sell, trade. He sold a uh, lot to our boy Kenny, Kenny Z out there in Baltimore. Okay. So... I think that was like the after he set up the account, I kind of linked those two together, and they were able to make something happen really quick. And Ke- Kenny was extremely pleased with what he was what he's getting. So, yeah, at Carmen OH Cars, that's JT. We went to the a new card shop that opened up about a few miles from my house, and we had a good time in there, man. I can actually go through what we got a little bit. Sorry, I'm getting lots of texts here too. No, that's uh, that's okay. And I, while you're doing that, I'll just say that uh, yeah, JT is a good dude. Um, other than the fucking Buckeye tattoo on his arm, but not everybody's perfect. Yeah, he's always on the lookout for Acuna. That's his favorite player. But with he's one of those dudes that buys a lot of shit. So obviously, when you buy stuff, you're looking to flip stuff because not everything you get you want. And there's other people, other towns, fan bases that want things, whatever, whatever. So JT is. Awesome. Uh, for me, probably the best pull, best thing I bought at the card shop, the best value was the uh, Justin Jefferson Dunruss Optic Red Rookie Silver. Got it for ten dollars. It's going on. Um, it's going on eBay for thirty raw. So real happy with that. And actually, like I'm real like big fan of his. So I got another just select rookie. First time I held a select card in hand, by the way. They're beautiful. Oh, nice. yeah. Very beautiful. Uh, got a Baker red rookie, just paper, Don Russ. But still, for the PC, happy about it. Uh, 87 tops, Barry Bonds. Oh, nice. Rook. Oh, 86. I'm sorry. That's 86. I apologize. Uh, 2020 absolute Justin Herbert base. Thrilled with that. Got it for $5. Got my buddy at Donovan Peoples Jones, Penny Contenders, college ticket autograph. Got it for ten bucks. They had five of those. And just got him a regular um, Panini one dollar base. Don People Jones got a Donruss Optic Pink Parallel. Harrison Bryant, young tight end for the Browns. So yeah, real, 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 real happy with what I got, man. I was, I was ecstatic. Yeah, that's that's a good day at the office. Well, the thing is, you walk in there, and they have. Just basically the walls are just lined with like blasters and hobby boxes and shit like that you'd expect. And all the prices are real similar to eBay. Real similar. 
I the one thing, just an example I'll tell you is a Dunruss Optic hobby box they had for a thousand in there. And I know that sounds, oh my god, that's so fucking steep. Yeah, it's way above retail. eBay, they're going for twelve hundred. Yeah. And you're walking out with it in hand. So, you know, it's all good. But they have these uh, tables with these boxes of cards and like one box will be 20 next box will be 15 one will be 10 five all the way down to one dollar and all of a sudden then they have a bunch of cards that aren't even in plastic for 10 cents a lot of bowman first and shit in there too so if there's a guy you're high on you want a paper card of his you can get 10 of them for a dollar right you know what i mean they got a lot of shit over there so that's where i found the baker rookie for 20 bucks which actually i was looking at on ebay the night before for a similar price so all the prices are similar. You find some steals. Herbert based rookie cards for five bucks. I'm all for. Yeah. You know, Joe Burrow based rookies for five bucks. I'm all for. Same way with Justin Jefferson. So these young players, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Barry. I went under the full intention of getting like a premium NBA Hoops premium stock blaster for 60 or a hanger for 50. Yeah. End up spending $50 and got a bunch of shit for the PC and a couple of investments. So I'm real happy with that. Yeah. I uh, I went and basically uh, on Friday I went down and I've been going to a wall you know I've been hitting my Walmart pretty much regular uh, no figures I mean none none and not I mean I'm not shitting like not even a restock of like anything old or new or anything um, but. Uh, went, you know, went to the front, uh, no. And like I said, they've had, uh, select football, those blasters, uh, they've had them the last three or four weeks and this week, nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? So they had, uh, the NBA hoops, premium stock, uh, cello packs. Then they had, uh, NFL Chronicle packs then um the bowman blasters and what the hell else did they have so they had another pack of something that wasn't you know but they have i'm not kidding uh probably eight to ten uh, of the elite trainer boxes for pokemon and mm-hmm. I went yesterday. I, I showed you the Chronicle packs I've been opening, and they're fucking awesome. I mean, I've hit three Burrows, uh, two or three Chase Youngs, two or three Jonathan uh, Taylors. Um, I mean, just like hitting good shit, and they're not, they're like six bucks a pack. Like, not bad at all. And I watched a dude break a fucking Herbert Aldo Prism Black out of one of those uh, Chronicles. Wow. Yeah. My buddy pulled a uh, Justin Jefferson Black out of one of those today. Yeah. So uh, I'm like high, high on those because the the value, six bucks for a pack and you're hitting. I mean, that those burrows I hit fucking paid, you know, one of those paid for that pack. You know right. what I mean? So, I mean, you're getting tremendous value there. Um, and I went yesterday and I should, you know, I got a hold of you and they still had this stuff. I mean, they probably still had three or four of the NBA hoops uh, premium stock, which is insane to me because you figure somebody would buy this stuff. What's the limit know? on what you can buy? One. 
Uh. One pack. One pack of each. You can buy one pack of each or one of every. Like, if they had blasters, you could buy oh, one blaster. Oh, okay. So just one per. Was just one per. Yeah. Like, brand. Yes. One per so, SKU is what they call it. Yeah. So I could buy one uh, hoops and one chronicle. Or, but I, I bought three NBA hoops cellos, and I mean, I'm not even joking, didn't get nothing. I mean, it was fucking bad. Any hangers? And I was like, huh? Any hangers? No. Hangers, Just pull baggers, baby. I mean, I literally looked at, and I and they're $20 a pack, a cello. And I was like, fuck, they're just went, they're went 60. You know, so I, I mean, I spent a little money. Was not happy. Um, but yeah, like like I said, those chronicles made it made me feel a little better, because you know because I'm at least making my money back there and some. So uh, I'm gonna try to get the rest of those fucking chronicles if I can tomorrow, at some point. But uh, other than that, man, like I said, there is no figures around me at all, and I don't know what the hell happened. It is dried up bad. So, I'm on the lookout, though. Kind of kicking myself in the ass for not taking that P.S. Hayes off Cody Baker. But Adam Core got him, so they're going to a good place. Yeah, can't be mad at that. But I was like, no, nah, I'll pass. I feel bad he, he did, like, retail plus shipping. Like, he took a bit of a loss on that. Right. I mean, like I said, even though it's Adam, you, you want to at least charge him 10 to $15 more. For your time you know i'm just kidding uh the cody baker's a hell of a dude i mean i'm just saying um and he will work with you and make you know make sure you're getting the the right you're going to get the the good end of the deal you're going to get you're going to be the a side and he's a hell of a dude like i love cody lakers got more pep in their step tonight I hope they get beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You ready to talk about shop AWW shop and get the fuck out of here and quit fucking ruining these people's day with work? Right. They're fucking pissed at us already. Ears bleeding. New arrivals. Over at shopaw.com. You ready? I... I'm, I got it up, bro. Well, I will say before we move on to new arrivals, um, SCU retiring all their shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Ooh. Use code DON, take 20% off, but they are retiring. They have broken up, or not broken up. They're just, I think Christopher Daniels is going to do more of a backstage role now. Dude's been around for a long time. I was going to say that. mileage on that dude. That dude has fucking been everywhere. Curry man and. Everything like that dude is a fucking true veteran of the sport, and and kudos to him. He was all he was a, a hell of a wrestler. Absolutely. All right, new arrivals. We have, I think, probably my favorite one, limited edition Chris Jericho Corazon de Leon from his time in Mexico. It means Lionheart, just so people know. AEW unrivaled figure protector. You can buy four ninety nine, or you can buy three of them for thirteen fifty. You get a little dollar fifty cut on that, and they got the entire uh, series four. So you know you got Cody, Matt Hardy, 
Santana, Ortiz, Sammy Guevara. Uh, AW Revolution DVD. Also, the Young Bucks new bio. You know, you you understand the Young Bucks new bio shirt at all? No. They change their bio up into something basically smart ass every day. Man, people get really worked up about them. Jesus Christ. It's it's they're over. Did you see Kenny Omega was trending today? And I go to see like why Kenny Omega was trending. It was just a bunch of wrestling fans arguing about who's better, Roman or Kenny Omega. Or, or, or Randy Orton and Kenny Omega. And because Jim Ross said he would take Randy Orton over. Probably nothing Jim Ross should be saying. If no. Jim Ross were for WWE and he said he'd take Kenny Omega over somebody else, I'd be saying the same thing. So don't fuck come at me. Right. And, but and I think this is a, a thing for AEW, though, is it kind of makes them seem more edgy. Like, look, I can say this guy. I like this guy. Jim, and nothing he, he was happen shooting, to brother. We let him shoot. Tell yeah. Jim Ross how to be. But Jim Ross has got money and don't give a fuck if you fire him right now. Uh, okay, thanks. I'm going to go sell my barbecue sauce. I'll holler at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, is that right or wrong? You're right. I, I think and Jim Ross is like a big time don't give a shit point in his life. Not, yeah. Like he don't give and a if, fuck. And if I, if I was there, if I had that, if I was balling like Jim Ross, fucking, you better not let me have a microphone. How much money does Jim Ross have? you think jim ross is a a millionaire a few times over Hold on, me, let me see let me see here four million that's what it says here okay so he's comfortable yes i'm, <laughs> I'm assuming everything's paid for as well yeah i'm i'm saying yeah he he's comfortable I, he's got don't give a fuck. He's got fuck you money, as the gambler would say. Well, My shit's gambling. paid for. Fuck you. You know what I mean? And I'd be the same way. And if if I'm ever that old and me and you's doing this, hopefully I'm in that situation. Don't let me have a live microphone. Be like our shit is taped, edited the fuck. <laughs> Lucha Bros Stitch T-shirt. <laughs> Um, Sean Spears, Canadian God. That's hilarious. Yeah, right. That's pretty much about it for new shit at AEW. Let's look at their top sellers. Of course, we do ten. Number ten, the figure protector. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a three pack of them, thirteen fifty. Number nine is that Arena Overstock T-shirt. That gray one looks like a Performance Center tee. Number eight, Best Friends, Chris Statlin and Orange Cassidy. That was one last week. It was. Number seven, AEW Revolution, March 7th, 2021, DVD, two-disc set. Number six, Cody, AEW Unraveled, four. Number five, Matt Hardy, AEW Unraveled, four. Three, I'm sorry, four, Santana, three, Ortiz, two, Sammy Guevara, one, Kenny Omega. Those are all AEW Unraveled series four in order, so... They make up the top six. Do you do you think some of the top sellers are gimmicked? <laughs> because, oh. because you have the, the, the three-pack defenders there at 10, and then it just so happens the first six are fucking figures that they're trying to push. I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's wrestling. Right. Work you know what I mean? me, baby. Work Man, me. 
People get worked up. I'm not going to get into it. I had my fucking. Do it. You have to. No, do it. I had my fuck you fest last week. No. I'm not I, doing it this week. I told myself I was going to be more fucking positive and not worry about the, what neckbeards are arguing about their opinion based arguments on the internet. Nope, not I, doing it. You have to do it. I never understood the constantly having to compare wrestlers. Me either. Like, I'm, t- I'm sorry. Some asshole in a Rome, with a Roman Reigns in his profile picture. And a fucking head of the table shirt on, whatever the fuck he wears. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to his fucking argument as to why he thinks the big dog is better. You know what I mean? Or why Kenny Omega is better? And I'm sorry, dude. Also, you AEW neckbeards, if you're sitting there telling me about championships, I hate to break this to you, and I've said this time and time fucking again. He didn't really win the fucking championships. Roman didn't really win that championship, asshole. Somebody wrote it on a piece of paper for him to fucking win. It's not fucking real. You you guys can't see me, but I'm going, yeah, fuck yeah, because see, I got him. I fucking Thanos got didn't him really snap his fucking finger. He wrote that. Somebody wrote that. Chris Evans down. isn't really worthy enough for Captain America or uh, fucking Thor's hammer. I'm sorry. It's fucking a show. It's a show. Enjoy the fucking show. If and you don't like the I'd... show on Wednesdays. Don't fucking watch the show on Wednesdays. If you don't like the show on Mondays, don't fucking watch the show on Mondays. Getting tired. Wrestling Twitter used to be so fucking fun. It used to be a such a, like, I could live tweet Raw and talk to people and have, you know, of course there's going to be debates that come from that or whatever. You know what I mean? That's understandable. But these motherfuckers take this shit so seriously and it's not fun. You fucking little millennial fucks would have ruined the fucking attitude era. I'm sorry. Your fucking strong ass thumbs and your weak ass fucking minds. Now, other than that, what do you really think? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think that goes into uh, what you were talking about on You Know It's Right Fake, where, you know, you guys were talking about it being a show and all that. And you said kind of the same thing, like where Breaker was talking about The Undertaker. He goes out as The Undertaker. He signs autographs, The Undertaker. But you said, okay, oh boy, when he goes out, he's not fucking Captain America. He's whatever the fuck his name is. Chris Hems, what's his name? Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. So he's Chris Evans. People see him as Chris Evans. He's not out as Captain America. Isn't it funny how wrestling's held to a different standard? Right. Like I never understood. And I mean, I guess because maybe we grew up on kayfabe, I guess. Right. But I think that's been a way since, I mean, if you were born in the mid-90s, you've never experienced kayfabe. Right. You know what I mean? Not like real kayfabe. I, uh, a buddy of mine, I remember at Portsmouth High School, he saw fucking Samoans talking to uh, the Midnights or something. And that like killed him. Fucking killed him because they were feuding at the time. And they were talking backstage. And he like, you could see him. Uh-huh. Oh my God, devastated! And it's like kayfabe, brother, kayfabe. Yeah. I didn't mean to get so worked up, but whatever. I, I love it. I, that was my favorite. But I never understood. I never understood like I don't, another series of tweets that I fucking hate is let's put let's post pictures of four wrestlers and then say got to get rid of one. Why? What? What could possibly come from that conversation? A healthy debate. I have really law. <laughs> no from some ki- from from some kid or some you know as we I found out a few times 
some middle-aged dude hiding behind a rustler in his profile pic. Ah, I don't that it. can't do what they they've done. And this is kind what of what uh, they've done. Can't well, do what a lot of people on a regular, normal, healthy schedule can fucking do. Have never done anything athletically in their fucking life other than move quickly when the ice cream truck pulls up to their house. I, I don't feel, per- feel personally attacked with that last statement, but that's okay. I mean, I'm, I get it. I'm just saying. But for know. real. <laughs> but I, I watched, uh, and this has been a big thing that's going, Kwame Brown. Out here in these streets. Hey. Lighting motherfuckers up. Showing up with receipts after 20 fucking years. Right. <clears throat> but, it turns out, you know what? And my take on that is, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're good. It turns out that grown men don't like being the butt of jokes. Not grown men, just grown adults. Grown adults don't like being the butt of jokes. After years and years and years. And guess what? Kwame Brown played 13 years in the NBA. Yep. Never had one incident away from the court, or away from the basketball court. Yep. No legal issues, nothing. Okay, millionaire, found himself a role in the NBA. Yep. Whether big guy who gonna give you six fouls, can set screens, and is gonna be in the right place on defense. Yeah, he was number one overall pick by those standards. Was he a bust? Yeah, of course he was. But a lot of busts. A lot of, I'm sorry, a lot of players don't last 12 years, 13 years in the NBA. So this, this is kind of what Jalen Rose was alluding to when the, I've watched the clip back of uh, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Calling Kwame a bust and a, a bum and all this. And Jalen Rose said, "Compare, who are we comparing him to? He's in the NBA. He's an elite player. He's in the fucking NBA. So if you're comparing him to Shaq, yes, he's a bum. But Shaq is one of the all-time greatest players ever. Right. So he's, you know, and they're Jalen Rose is like, if you're comparing me to Magic Johnson, I'm a fucking bum. I'm a bust. I'm a scrub. Like, it's who you're comparing someone to and not, you can't compare him to a normal fucking person. Right. They're at an elite level you've never been to, you've never experienced. And I thought that was fucking an amazing fucking take. And then this is back in the day when you're drafting dudes out of high school, had no idea what you were getting. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a, I guess it was said that the Wizards drafted Kwame in hopes that they were going to trade him for Elton Brand. And then yeah, the ownership and, uh, next the ownership, it. Yeah. So and Jordan now they're stuck with an 18 year old kid. They don't that Michael Jordan doesn't want on his team, and Jordan's playing at the time. And yeah. we've heard stories about you know how he can mentally break down players that yeah. don't well, reach my, his yeah, expectations my, around him. That's well documented. So yeah, they, he's admitted to being like that. Yeah. And that's and, not yeah, that's not me like dogging anybody. That's just how he was. And like Jalen Rose said, Kobe the same way. Jalen Rose said, you know, you just got drafted by your fucking idol. As is everybody's hero, that Mike, and then Mike's fucking personality smacks you in your eighteen-year-old face, and is like, "Fuck you, kid, fuck you," you know, and that crushes. And so there's some dudes that can't take that, right? And an eighteen-year-old kid isn't ready for his idol, and that's like meeting a wrestler. An eighteen-year-old kid that came from nothing. Yes, meeting a wrestler, and you're like, "Oh my god, my hero!" And they're like, "Get the fuck out of here! I ain't right. signing shit." So, I mean, 
you can tie it into anything. But again, uh, it's Kwame fucking showed up with receipts ready for all the fucking smoke. And and it's been entertaining. So, man, we kind of really went off the rails. You got me wound up. You did that shit on purpose, too. I, did, I absolutely did. <laughs> Until I got attacked about chasing the fucking ice cream truck. And then I, I was like, let's reel it back in. Let's... <laughs> we'll have some fucking <laughs> we'll have some heavy breathers smashing their keyboard at me tomorrow. <laughs> They're going to be fucking pissed for attacking their leader. You know, and that's okay, guys. I've I've settled him down. He is he's calmed down. That's the second week in a row, man. I'm so I'm, I, just, I just get tired of all the negativity, and it brings negativity out of me, and that's not healthy. And I vent on a podcast, and oh well. And I was just getting ready to say I want to have a new segment. Like we used to have Barry's weekly burial, mm-hmm. and I think we need to come out with. Uh, like a couple things that are pissing Eric off segment, you know, each week, and you just discuss it and let it fucking rip right here on the air. Now, of course, this is going to be on other motherfuckers' podcasts, like in two or three days and shit, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I came up with this great idea." It's fine, we don't care, but just saying, I think that should be a segment: things that piss you off every <laughs> week. <laughs> for the record i love kenny omega and i love roman reigns i like them both they're both really good at what they do do you like randy orton i love randy orton you know my thoughts on randy orton that's right i think he's the best heel in the world i've said that for a couple of years now when i locked in randy orton there's not many other people i'd rather watch russell today than him when he's when he's engaged i feel like he's at a stage of his career where like I never thought I'd see the locker room leader, like guy that sticks up for people on social media yeah. out of Randy Orton, but it's it's awesome. Randall and Randall Keith or Randall Keith, man. I feel like the stories he tells inside the ring are awesome and he gets it and I really and he's just enough old school, but just enough new school at the same time. I, I and he's like he's embracing today, but he also like appreciates yesterday. Like yeah, I, I like him a lot, man. He has to. That's fucking cowboy Bob. You know, voice third generation. Uh, you go to the new shit at WWE, then I'm done. Uh, Finn Balor, OGBC for everyone's shirt. Sounds like a very, incl- I don't, I don't read the shirt, but it's not like it's very inclusive. It's got the, uh, yeah, it's got the colors, the rainbow colors it's, on the back of the It's black. X. The shirt's black. It's a black shirt. Jake Atlas has, he has a blue shirt as well on top of the black. Oh, Jake Atlas gets a new shirt. Alistair Black got a new like shirt. That. Tales of the Dark Father. I like that a lot. Uh, Balor Cross. That is, yeah, that's next, is that today? Fight poster. Fight poster, I like it. Um, TN Shaw logo t-shirt. I don't really watch NXT. So who the fuck? That's what I was going to say. I don't know who that, that is. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Johnny Gargano match t-shirts. It also has a poster associated with that. The Way logo headband. Again, sorry, guys. Mankind Boiler Room 18 by 24 poster. I do like that a lot. That's dope. And they also have that on t-shirt form as well. So that's all the new shit over at uh, Shop WWE. Yeah, it's slim fucking pickings. Uh, it's slim pickings at, at these shops right now. But, uh, you know, we're trying. We're trying to fucking get this shit out, uh, give you guys content to listen to. Um, again, I want I want to thank everyone for 
uh, you know, that chipped in on my birthday gifts. Uh, greatly appreciate it. You guys did not have to do that. Um, absolutely fucking speechless at what Jens did. Uh, you guys never cease to amaze me. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, uh, you know, Cleaner out here being a tremendous fucking security guard while while he's watching the fucking Islanders play, you know, cheering them on to victory. Uh, you know, shout out to the Ohio players. Um, they were involved. Sammy, Drew, uh, Ty, or well, let me say Ty's Ty's wife, Candace, and then Ty's wife's husband. Um, hell, uh, Adam, uh, the Haddocks boys. Um, there's a whole fucking list of ins, and I and I'm not uh, meaning that in a bad way. Just mean Dobro. Dobro's got fucking I don't know how many followers. I think fucking a million. But uh, we love him over here. He's He's uh, pissed off in PHPW. Reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that that shit there. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, and wrestling toy tracker. Uh, if these figures are hitting, you're gonna need to know what they fucking cost and how much to pay for them, all that. So uh, you know, check those guys' site out. And uh, Eric, you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric. Throw your shout-outs and drop the credentials, sir. Uh, Shout-out to, again, Brian Breaker for having me on. You know it's fake, right? I really appreciate that. Breaker and Bane Power Hour. All the Ohio players, Tales from the Estate podcast. Obviously, I mentioned my boy at JT Glee. Follow him on at CarmenOHCards. He's a must-follow. Love JT. He's going to have a lot of heat coming in the future. He's looking to build that, and we're looking to help him. So that's our guy. Um, Follow me on Twitter. At Eric Brown 740. <clears throat> Excuse me. Follow the show at Doing the Favor on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And anywhere you get your podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And with that, good night and God bless. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two. Three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with DTF, and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind. Just a few more days until we're back live. Will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah Doing the favor Doing the favor Uh, Doing the favor Until next time, doing the favor.